Hey everyone, welcome to the One Track Punk Show, the podcast where I chat with guests to see what inspires them to do what they do and what gives them the drive to pursue it. My name is John Layola, also known as One Track Punk, and this week features Wonder Wes, also known as Wes or Wesmerelda, and we talk about her inspiration into streaming on Twitch. Enjoy. All right, welcome to another podcast, another One Track Punk show. With me today is Wes. Hey, thank you, Wes, for joining me today. Hi, glad to be with you. Thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I've been checking out your, I've been watching your stream, and I really wanted to chat with you for my podcast. So thank you for joining me today. Oh, you're more than welcome. So I have the three main questions that I ask all my guests with the first one being, what inspired you? So what inspired you to stream? Well, um, I have been sort of a chronic online oversharer since I had my first AOL website back in the mid 90s, oh. um, <laughs> showing my age a little bit here. But um, yeah, uh, online presences really have fascinated me since they've been available. Um, so whether it's having a website or a blog, um, I started a YouTube channel several years back. Um, and then when, uh, when broadcasting first was sort of becoming something that the average person could do, uh, the first thing I remember seeing was Ustream and, and that interested me, but I never really had the tools to do anything with it. Um, and then once Justin TV sort of turned into Twitch, I was aware of it because I used to watch um, people raiding with like World of Warcraft. I used to watch raid teams um, because I used to be a raider in World of Warcraft. Mm. So that's how I sort of found Twitch. And I actually had um, another Twitch channel that I streamed to maybe twice when I was doing World of Warcraft pet battling. And mostly it was just to to put it up there uh, to, to have my other guildmates be able to watch me do um, silly pet battles. But um, yeah, I once I realized that I had this opportunity to take um, a bunch of things that I liked, uh, online presence and broadcasting, with uh, another hobby I really liked, which was playing video games, and I could combine those. I was I it it became something that I really started to want to do. Um, I would say at the end of 2015. Um, so I really didn't kind of drill into it until, uh, last year at the beginning of last year, mm. once I was able to sort of have more time available and, uh, had, um, more of the equipment that I would need. So, um, yeah, that's what inspired me. Just, it was something that took two of my loves, my love to put myself out there in online spaces and my love of video games and, and turn that into something that co cohesed very oh. well. Cool. Is there any um anybody who inspires you today or gives you the drive to keep on going? Because um, I've actually tried going into streaming myself and um, I, I kind of fell off because I, I didn't have the drive. And seeing your stream, you have like a very a likable and bubbly personality personality and uh, that's what makes it a stream very well watchable and um i tried to do that and i just kind of fell off but uh, <laughs> how did how do you keep going well it's it's tough um it's uh in terms of who inspires me um 
I kind of take inspiration from everybody I see online, every streamer that I watch, um, whether I'm a regular on their channel or if it's just a game that I'm interested in and I want to see some people playing it before I buy it. Um, I'm always looking at that streamer and, and, and pulling inspiration in some way, whether it's positive inspiration, where it's like, oh, I really like how they're communicating with their audience here, or I really like some of the um, gimmicks that they're using. Uh, for example, there was a streamer um, named Melacore, who um, I think that's how he pronounces his name, but he uses some sort of external soundboard, and he was doing a lot of fun little sound effects with his voice, and he had like, I don't like weird noises that he was able to trigger. And I really liked that. And and I, I just thought it was so fun and so new and very interesting. And so I spent some time uh, not trying to directly copy him, but to figure out like, how do I want to implement in this in my stream? Is this something I can do? Uh, what kind of sound effects are things that would work for me? And then uh, at Christmas time, uh, my husband, Mr. Wes, who sometimes makes appearances on stream, um, he got me this little, um, it's kind of a beat making machine called a machine. It's called machine, but um, it's used for like making electronic music and stuff like that. But um, which I kind of like to to fiddle with in my downtime. But I, I figured out I, I would be able to load sounds on there and I've been doing that. So little things like that. Um, uh, for me, the main inspiration to keep streaming is my love of the technology behind it. Mm. Um, so for instance, um, I just got an HTC Vive. <laughs> oh, yes. The, I got the new <laughs> VR headset. And right now my big project is trying to figure out how to make, how to integrate that uh, into my stream. How do I, how do I make it um, first, like, and foremost fun for the audience to be seeing? Because it's fun for me to play. But if I'm not able to interact with the audience and if I'm not able to make uh, it so that the audience can see me playing it and um, see what's happening on screen without getting sick, <laughs> um, then it's not going to be very fun. So that is sort of a technical project for me. I'm having to figure out, okay, how do I hook up another camera? How do I get the feed from the VR? And I kind of geek out on that kind of thing. Um, um, back in the 90s, I went to audio school and I have some technical training in that regard. So um, that kind of stuff, I just love it. I love like working on a technical streaming problem, um, whether it be, you know, integrating cameras or sound effects or graphics or anything like that and, and making it work. Um, when I'm having a time where I'm feeling like, oh, you know, I'm not attracting a big audience because I am a really small streamer still, um, or maybe you get a troll or something like that, or you're, you're just not feeling it. I, I put that energy into trying to figure out how I can make the stream better, more interesting, um, more streamlined for me on my end. Um, so that's what keeps me going with it. Um, and then obviously the feedback I get from an audience is amazing. Like it's always an instant mood booster for me. Um, I had a stream at the end of February, which was my one year stream anniversary where we had like 25 people online watching me at the same time, which was a big, number for me. <laughs> and um, it was just so much fun. It was a 12 hour stream. I was um, doing a passive or a pacifist World of Warcraft leveling challenge where I was playing World of Warcraft without doing any sort of hitting of enemies. 
Um, so I, I wasn't allowed to hit enemies. I was basically just mining and doing herbalism and exploring new areas to gain XP and the occasional pet battle, which I, I, I decided that would be allowable because the pets were just fighting and they weren't really dying. Um, and, uh, yeah, 12 hours of that and eighties <laughs> music. And it was so much fun at the end of it. it. It's like, it propelled me for a whole other year of streaming, regardless of if I pick up a single new follower, um, that, that feeling of people having a good time and interacting positively to the, the effort I'm making, the work I'm doing, that immediate stuff is, is really important for me. And I've done YouTube videos and I really like editing and that sort of thing, but streaming is so much different. You, it, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm guessing it's kind of like film actors and, um, uh, like live performers, like they get that, you know, you can work on a film for months and not get any feedback. But when you're on Broadway or something like that, you're getting that immediate feedback. So mm -hmm. that I love that a lot. Yeah. I'm headed for Broadway. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Broadway on the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, that's awesome. Um, so do you, for anybody who's looking into, uh, streaming like yourself, uh, do you have any tips for anyone who's looking into that? If you were yourself, I guess a, a, an easier way to put it is, what is one thing or a few things that you would give yourself if you were able to travel back in time? What are the tips that you would tell yourself to do in order to keep going? Yeah, well, there's two things that come to mind right away. And the first thing is just to research, 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 research. Like, say that 12 times fast is not easy for me. <laughs> but um, like, there's so much ava uh, information available online to people who are interested in, in streaming the... Um, uh, I spent a lot of time, I, I probably spent two to three months just on the Twitch subreddit, on open broadcaster software forums and all this stuff, trying to figure out the, the nuts and bolts of it. And honestly, um, the streaming platforms, Twitch, Beam, they're all making it easier and easier for people to, to get into the streaming space. Um, so that barrier is sort of dropping a bit, but, um, there is just so much cool information out there that, um, you know, if you feel kind of lost, there's, there's YouTube tutorials, there's walkthroughs, there's other streamers who actually, um, spend a lot of time on their stream, giving people tips and feedback. And I can't list any of them particularly for you right now, but, um, it's just a matter of, you know, going out and finding them. So research is the first thing I would say. Okay. Um, I, I love researching, so that's what I'm, I'm a little bit odd in that respect. Some people just want to be able to do it. I love like finding out things like when I, you know, I spent almost all day yesterday looking up videos, um, and information on how to, um, fit two cameras and a VR headset into the same computer, uh, without drawing too much USB power, for instance. I mean, it's really nerdy, but also like, I love that stuff. And that's the kind of stuff that makes for interesting streams, right? You know, the more you can separate yourself from other people, the more likely you are to be able to hold an audience who finds you uh, special in some way. Uh, the second thing that I would recommend for streamers, and I need to take this recommendation for myself, is networking. Um, and networking is like the number one thing I think you need to do to, to get into streaming and you know gone are the days where um you're playing a game and you're one of maybe 
a uh, hundred people playing that game online and, and it'll, you know, the discoverability is easier. Like now there are thousands of people <laughs> streaming at the same time, the same games. And there are people who have very well-established audiences. And if, if your goal is to, you know, one of my goals is to build my audience in some, in some point in the future, be able to make a small income. And that means partnerships with the streaming platforms. And that's very far away <laughs> for me right now. But I know that in order to get more of that audience, I need to go out and do networking. And so what does that mean? That means um, hanging out in other people's streams and becoming parts of their communities. That's the like, that's the best way to do it. And you need to be genuine about it. You know, I see some people who are getting into streaming now who go into other people's streams and will just start talking about, hey, I'm, hey, I'm streaming. I'm going to go stream right now. Oh, <laughs> that's no. like the number one thing you do not want to do. And a lot of people, I think they're younger people. They're getting into it. They're just very excited. They want people to come watch them. They, they want to build those follows and those connections. Um, and there's a good way to do it. Um, I like to be genuine with that. I, I don't go all over the place and spread myself too thin with that kind of thing. Um, I need to do better though. I need to spend more time in people's streams and more time um, being part of the communities. Um, and then in the hopes that those communities might find their way over to me. And the other thing is meetups. Um, in the, mm -hmm. I live in the Seattle area and there are some uh, Seattle specific broadcaster meetups. There's used to be called Twitch Seattle, but now it's the Seattle Online Broadcasters Association. And they do monthly meetups uh, at the Gameworks in Seattle. There's actually one tonight, and I'm trying to amp myself up to go because I'm an introvert. And as well as I interact with people online pretty well, um, I am terrible face-to-face. -face. It's like, <laughs> I, I'm very shy. I don't like to insert myself into conversations in a networking kind of uh, way. So uh, it's, it's, it's a challenge for me, but I recognize that those connections I can make with other streamers where um, we can be aware of each other, we, we can find people who uh, have the kind of stream content that we envy because, you know, sometimes you, you, you stumble onto a streamer and maybe they're negative or mm. maybe they, they have language that is not the kind of language that I use on my stream or they play games and interact with an audience in a way that I don't want to. Well, I'm not going to focus on, on, on building a relationship with that streamer, but I might find a streamer who I find uh, promotes a lot of positivity and um, positive community, and maybe they're doing something really interesting, like Melkor, who does the sound effects. Uh, maybe they have um, an interesting gimmick or background, um, or maybe they're just friendly people who I feel like you know, there's there's a streamer. Um, I don't even remember how I came across her stream, and and I think you know her. She's Moto um, over oh, from yes. Girl Tribe Gaming. Yes. Yeah, yes. she streams over on Beam now. But I found her back when she in the good old days, when she was uh, Moto Girl back on Twitch, and um, she lives in the same area. And um, you know, we don't. I, I'm not specifically fascinated by the types of streaming she's doing, but she's just really friendly. And we have a lot of in common. So um, I spend a lot of time on her streams. And I can say, like, most of the time, we're, like, bringing viewers to each other's streams, even though we're on separate platforms now. So it's it's really interesting. I think networking and building those friendships and finding those people uh, who you can relate to is going to be the way that you're going to get more people attracted to your channel.
Mm, I totally, I 100% agree with that. Uh, so that's probably another reason why I started this podcast is because I, one is um, meeting new people like yourself mm-hmm. um, and uh, networking. I mean, like I, I get to spread the word for everybody who listens to my podcast with who I'm chatting with and um, making friends like mm-hmm. so many, like most of the people I've already spoken to are already my friends, but you, I have never really interacted with and now I'm interacting and I'm uh, it's making, making friends is what is uh is great about this podcast because i get to meet new people i know and now we both have new friends right yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah thank you for telling your tale i'm I'm so glad to have learned more about you and your tips are spot on um because i'm the same way i'm an introvert and talking into the internet with other people kind of makes uh breaks breaks that feeling of being shy and hope hopefully that helps both of us because being introvert is not always a good thing i feel like there are a lot of people who um who present themselves online via podcasting youtube uh streaming um i think it attracts people who tend to be introverts because it's sort of like for me i'm talking to an inanimate camera when i'm streaming I mean, there are people in chat, but really, I, I'm not having to look anybody in the eye. Mm-hmm. I'm not able, you know, I, I'm able to set it up so I look the way I want to look on camera. Um, it's it's just a lot easier. And, I, and I've noticed, I've taken notice of a lot of people who I've interacted with who are other streamers identify themselves as introverts. So it's actually interesting from a sociological perspective that the, the people who tend to bring themselves into the online space... Um, I'm wondering what that that percentage would be, you know, because for me, I've noticed it. it maybe it's just the people I tend to interact with tend to also be introverts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if it's sort of a self-selecting thing, but I would be curious to to find out um, if there is some sort of like higher prevalence. It could be because I feel like it might be something like you're comfortable in your area and mm-hmm. you're speaking just to anybody, but you're still safe in your area and no one's going to like barge in or anything like that. But if you're in the open world, um, it's kind of scary because you're in the public. You're in the public mm-hmm. eye. And I, I I get that. I get that. Yeah. I think you're I think you're you're going in the right direction there. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um so I sent you a list of games to play and you chose rapid fire questions. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So these are the same questions I ask all of my guests whoever chooses rapid fire and i guess uh, rapid fire is the most common game because no one wants to play <laughs> the improv games if you will <laughs> we all just want to talk about ourselves more <laughs> yes yes and actually i might make this a, a habit because i think rapid fire questions brings more conversation to the table so rapid fire questions is probably going to stick as the main game and if they want to play other games that's fine so on to the rapid fire okay and feel free, if you have more to add on, it doesn't have to be rapid fire answers. These okay. are just questions. So if you want to add on to it, feel free. Okay. What's your favorite color? Blue. Ooh, thank you. Thank you. That's my favorite <laughs> color too. Uh, I, I love the color blue. Blue is the main color in all of my branding. I have a Mini Cooper that's uh, electric blue. Um, my Fitbit is blue. I just, I love I love blue. If I could have a blue dog, if I could have a blue Boston Terrier, that would be amazing. But um, no, he's black and white, so it'll <laughs> okay. have to work. <laughs> I like that. I like that. 
Are you a morning person or a night owl? Oh, gosh. Um, not a morning person. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I suppose that would the default would be night owl. I, I do tend to perk up as the afternoon rolls in. Mm-hmm. And um, I do have a stream at 9 a.m. on the weekends, on Sundays. And, and that's sort of a challenge for myself to actually get up early enough on the weekends to actually do something with my day. Uh, but um, yeah, normally um, I am not a morning person. Okay. Okay. I get that. What is your favorite food? Oh, Mexican food. All of it. Oh, okay. Forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> Just, I was uh, born and raised in Southern California. And um, one of the, the biggest uh, tragedies of moving up to the Seattle area was the dearth of, of like solid Mexican food that I had available to me down in the L.A. area. So okay. um, I just I love burritos. Uh, burritos love me back. It's a great relationship. <laughs> uh, you know, like I love Mexican food. Yeah. OK, great answer. Good answer. I like I like Mexican food, too. Uh, what is your favorite pizza topping? Pizza topping. Oh, gosh. Um, well, I'm not going to be controversial and say pineapple. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, you know, let's see here. Um, probably just like pepperoni. I'm really kind of bland with my pizza choosings. Um, uh, there's, there's a, there's a pizza place though that, that has, um, these Mama Lil's peppers that they're like these, pickled peppers that they put on the pizzas with like chicken and um salami and all kinds of other stuff and it's really good but it's not something i eat all the time i would just be kind of bland and say i like pepperoni it's fancy it's exotic oh oh, well that's actually my favorite (laughs) topping is just pepperoni and cheese that's basic yep was that it works as as a pizza thing you know it's it's everybody can kind of get into it okay yes Yes, exactly. Uh, all right. Cats or dogs? Oh, um, I guess dogs, but I do like cats. I, we just can't have cats because my husband is allergic. So, mm. um, yeah, I like them both. Uh, dogs have the edge, though. Okay. Yes, I'm a dog person myself. <laughs> what is your favorite TV show? Oh, my God. Um, well, see... I'm one of those people who is a cord cutter, so I don't watch a lot of television. Um, when I do, it's on like Netflix or Hulu. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm going to say something really bizarre. Vicar of Dibley. Uh, it is a, a British television series that um, that had about four seasons that lasted from like the mid-90s through the... Um, like probably just before 2010. Um, and it's about a, a British female vicar who's like a priest or minister uh, in the Church of England and starred Dawn French, uh, who is part of French and Saunders. And I just love that show so much. It's the show that when I'm feeling sick or feeling kind of sad or feeling like I just want to stay in bed all day, I put that show on and I just like binge watch uh, a bunch of the sh- episodes, and it's I just find it a lot a lot of fun. Oh, Don cool. French is actually one of my personal um, uh, like entertainer idols. I love her a lot. So if you guys don't know who Don French is, and you probably don't, look her up. She's like super funny. Cool. Uh, f- favorite movie? Oh, hmm. 
gosh, this is like asking somebody who their favorite child is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, hmm, I would probably say E.T., the extraterrestrial. Oh. That's the movie that, you know, I saw in theaters when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It was age appropriate to me because I'm in my early 40s and I was about the same age between Elliot and Gertie. And uh, it was the first film I saw in theaters that made me cry. Uh, even when it came out um, later, because I remember they didn't have it on VHS for a really long time when I was a kid. And then I finally got my hands on a DVD copy and would watch it and I would cry. And so whenever I watch it now, I cry. Uh, so yeah, for some reason, uh, my favorite movie is a movie that makes me cry. So, That's good. Yeah, easy. <laughs> it brings them like a movie that brings emotions. That's a great movie. Yeah, I, I just love that movie. It's so great. All right, here's another one. Our favorite Disney movie. Oh, okay. Disney movie. Um, can I say Moana? Yeah, you because can. Because I we just watched Moana, and and my husband is actually much more of a Disney movie fan than I have ever been. Mm. So, um. But we watched Moana because a bunch of people had been recommending it, and I was just delighted by it. I just loved it. Uh, I I never go in with expectations for Disney movies, but I just thought it was so good. We bought it uh, on the spot. I had the music in my head a few days later, (laughs) keeping me up in the middle of the night. I think I tweeted about it (laughs) because I just could not get the song uh, out of my head. And it's not in my head right now, which is good. So please don't put it back in my head because then all day long it's going to be in my head. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. So okay. Moana. It's a great movie. Go see it if you haven't seen it. All right. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, favorite alcoholic drink. Do you drink at all? Very little. I, I, I used to be like a straight edge kid in high school and in college and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't drink. I don't smoke. Um, uh, you know, I've gotten over the <laughs> not drinking part, okay. but I have the taste buds of like a seven year old, you know, I, mm. I, when I drink, it has to be something sugary. Um, I really like, huh, there's a, there's a drink that I stumbled upon, which is, I think, I don't know what its actual name is. I think it's something like ginger balls or something like that. Something really terrible. Um, <laughs> we changed the name to Wesky. On okay. stream when I was nice. doing it because it's fireball whiskey with a little bit of um, ginger beer in it. So non-alcoholic ginger beer. Uh, my favorite one is Bundaberg, uh, which is an Australian brewed ginger beer. And it's very good, very gingery. And when you mix the two together, magic happens. And um, yeah, my husband hates cinnamon whiskey, fireball kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. I get to have as much of it as I want <laughs> from, oh, the, from the bottle. So, but anything sugary. Okay. I, um, yeah. I, Mai Tai on, on the beach in Mexico. I, I dream about that at night um, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I really need a vacation is what I'm trying to say. I need a vacation. Oh, okay. You'll, you'll get it. You'll get it. I will. I will. Uh, and the last two questions were kind of the, the thinkers. Uh, okay. What is one goal you would like to complete this year? Oh, um, one goal I would like to complete this year. I would like to. Wow, I'm I'm really bad at goal setting. Um, because okay. I haven't thought of this. Um, it, it's I would okay. love to get. I would. Okay, I'm gonna put like a a number goal. Um, because I I like to set numerical goals for my streaming. When I first started, I was like, okay, if I can get to like a hundred followers or something like that. 
but I would love to be steadily bringing in um, 30 people uh, at the same time in my streams uh, by the end of the year. Uh, mm. If we can get like 30 people in chat conversating with each other, I, you know, the more the merrier. I've had like 25 people in a special event stream and it just really, it's, it's, it really kicks it into, into high gear. And so if I can do the work and keep bringing entertainment value to bring like 25 to 30 people in on the regular, I think the stream is just going to be a lot more fun for everybody. Not that it's not super fun right now and you shouldn't come even when there's like three people online, it's totally fun. But, um, there's something magical that happens when you hit, you know, when you get over 15 people who are interacting with each other, uh, it just becomes like a really fun party. Cool. Let's make that happen. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. I'll shout on top of the mountains for you. Uh, and the last question is, you're given a free destination to anywhere in the world. Where would you go? Okay. Well, I did bring up like a Mexican beach. So so maybe like, um, maybe like, yeah, I, I'm not a beach person. Like I'm not a beach person. But for some reason, if someone was like, here, you can pick a plane ticket to anywhere you want to go. I would probably choose like Cabo or something silly like that. Um, my husband wouldn't come with me because he Aww. he absolutely does not like the beach. But I would I would go without him for a trip to Cabo or something. <laughs> like that. So if you want to send somebody to Cancun or to Cabo San Lucas, well, you know you can give him my you can give him my email address. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the end of the rapid fire questions. Thank you for playing, Wes. Oh, yes. That was that was relatively painless. <laughs> yeah, for not, me, anyway. I don't bad. know about you. <laughs> that's not too bad. All right. Uh, so we're at the end of the podcast. Is there anything you want to plug or give a shout out to? Uh, I will just say, you know, I, I do stream over on Twitch. Uh, my channel is WonderWes. And I stream five days a week, um, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, from 3 p.m. Pacific to 7 p.m. Pacific time. And on Sundays at a bright and early 9 a.m. Pacific time, which is actually great for European listeners because they can actually, you know, come there and not be up super late at night. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would love to see anybody new. If you if you find me via the One Track Punk Show, please come in and say it. And, John, you will get you will get some extra Wes cred for that. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to building. As I said, I just got the VR headset. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping in the next uh, month or so to be able to integrate that into the stream. So if you're looking for somebody who's super awkward uh, <laughs> running around in, in their little office with the VR headset on, you know, be on the lookout for that because that's sure to be fun. I will try not to fall down too many times. <laughs> it's probably going to happen at least once. Oh, yeah. And it'll be on camera. <laughs> and it'll be on camera. Feel yep. free to clip it. Uh, I, I, I have no shame about that, apparently. Cool. Own up to it. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wes, thank you so much for chatting with me on my podcast. Oh, you're so welcome. This is my first podcast appearance and uh, or a sound appearance, whatever the audio version of appearances are. Uh, this is my first, and uh, I'm so happy it was with you. This yeah, has been fun. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I'm glad to be the first to get you into the podcasting world. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I, I feel like you, you'll, you, you have a lot to say, and I feel like you have a, a presence <laughs> in the podcasting world. So I'm rooting for you. And also, I'm rooting for you for your Twitch stream, too. 
oh yeah, that you know, I I I I like doing it. So the more I can do it, the better. Yes, yes. All right, listeners, thank you for listening to this episode of the One Track Punk Show. Uh, remember, if you would like to follow us or uh, what Wes, um, she's at at Wonder Wes. Is that on your Twitter? Uh, it's at Wonder Wes Gaming on mm. Twitter. Yes, at Wonder Wes Gaming on Twitter, and I'm one at One Track Punk. Thank you, everybody. Until next time, and as always, get inspired. Bye. Uh, you can also say bye, Wes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I want. I didn't want to steal your thunder. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all good. This is all part of the ending now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Woo! Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Track Punk Show. If you like this episode, be sure to rate and review it on iTunes as well as sharing the podcast with other people who need some inspiration. You can follow me on various social media by searching One Track Punk, Twitter for updates, Instagram for artwork, Snapchat for vlogs. You can also support me by subscribing to my Patreon at patreon.com slash onetrackpunk. By doing so, you can get early access to the content I am creating. Thank you everyone and remember to get inspired. <laughs>